Welcome to the new sound of online radio. Welcome to the sound of Universal Broadcasting Network. Yes. Sound. This is the sound of Universal Broadcasting Network at She's passionate about telling stories of amazing women who are rocking the world and empowering women to live, love, and thrive. Here's your host, Catherine Gray. Hi, welcome to Live, Love, Thrive Women's Empowerment Hour, brought to you by 360karma.com. We're so happy to have you with us today, and we hope you're joining the empowerment conversation with us on 360karma.com and on our Facebook, and of course, following us on Instagram and Twitter at My360Karma. Today, we have on two amazing ladies. They are from NABO, which is the National Association of Women Business Owners. We're going to find out how you can become part of that. Uh, so please give a warm welcome to Shanae Rourke and Deborah Snyder. Hi, ladies. Well, hello, Catherine. So hello. happy to have you both here. It's great to be here. Thank you. You, you both have amazing stories. Shanae, I know you're the president of uh, NABO LA. Correct. Mm -hmm. And we have the website up, of course, NABOLA.org, so people can find out about it. And then Deborah, my dear friend of over <laughs> 10 years, you uh, are the national director of membership. Yes. Uh, for NABO. Yes. Um, so NABO has like 60-some chapters, is it? Um, or It's it's actually now, we, I think, uh, over 50 chapters. Over 50 uh, chapters. Throughout the country. Beautiful. and And so always connecting the dots of what it means to be a national organization and one of the benefits is having then that local experience as well. Totally. So, yeah. Well, I've been to some of your events, and they are fun, and they are amazing, and they are full of great energy, successful women. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about your organization, which is why I just re-upped my membership. Wonderful. So she's official, everybody. Yeah, she's yep. part of the Nabo Sisterhood. That's so right, we're baby. we're happy about that. So thank you. Always well, been. We brought you back. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Exactly. And you know, I've, you know, I've always been a, a women entrepreneur for the past couple of decades, and mm -hmm. it does really uh, benefit us to have you know community organizations like this to support us with resources with cheerleading with mm -hmm. uh just uh accountability and support mm -hmm. and uh it's a perfect tie-in to 360 karma mm -hmm. because that's what we're all about is helping women to find the right uh resources and people that are like-minded for them to uh, participate in and show, you know, I don't think we have to say with. anything else. Catherine no, is doing great. a great job. You, you clearly, and that's our mission and vision, right? Yeah. Within the organization. Yeah. And the other analogy that we like to use are Susan Hager, who was our founding mother of the organization said, get a seat at the table. Yeah. Build your own table, yeah. but make sure to include other women there. And so that's what we've right. been doing for women business owners for now over 40 years is wow. making sure mm -hmm. that we have a seat at the table. And right. that means a lot of different things as far as advocacy, yeah. education, empowerment, building that community of support, right. like you just said. Right. So, And over 40 years, that's amazing because, uh, yes. you know, 
becoming a woman business owner 40 years ago was really mm -hmm. kind of unheard of, wasn't it? I mean, can I share one obstacle? Sure. So, and I'm sure obviously Shanae knows mm -hmm. this as well, because we just are now celebrating the 30th anniversary of HR 5050. So this was a piece of legislature that took place back in the late 80s. Mm -hmm. I'll say it again, late 80s, because one of the many oh, I obstacles. I wasn't around then. Right, right. <laughs> we, either. we all remember the late 80s. But um, for a variety of reasons. Disco but when it dancing. comes to women business owners, um, they couldn't get financing unless they had a male co-signer. Unbelievable. So, so couldn't now, even get a credit card. Yeah. So it could yeah. be, you know, their 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 stepson, their yeah. ex-husband, or somebody. And so Nabo yeah. was was very influential in making sure that that obstacle removed. And yeah. then, of course, that opened up the doors for so many yeah. other opportunities. And don't you think so many young women today, uh, if you tell them, you know, there was a time you couldn't get a credit card, they don't believe me. That, yeah, I tell them I, I that think, all the yeah, time. I think They're they like, think what it's what a fantasy. About? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but wasn't Nabo instrumental in helping women be able to get a credit card? I think. Yeah. Yes, read that. It's yeah. all yeah. it's all connected. Yeah. yeah. So, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. So um, you know, but I think also our listeners are like, well, who are these two amazing women, and how did they get to be the president and the national director of such an amazing organization? And so you both shared your stories with me, and mm -hmm. I always appreciate when successful women tell me about their struggle to get where they are because mm -hmm. I always think there's people out there listening that say that's my story mm -hmm. and if they can do it so can I mm -hmm. I kind of get goosebumps when I even yeah. talk about this Absolutely. so um, Deborah you had shared with me you know when you had your daughter mm -hmm. that you had a major medical challenge where mm -hmm. you had a collapsed lung mm -hmm. and you know I think it's interesting when we all know each other sometimes we don't know people's backstory mm -hmm. yeah. so that like that's the first First, I had heard you tell me that story. Like, mm -hmm. who knew that that's something you went through not only once but twice in your life, right? Yeah, I was so lucky to it's have a that happen thing? twice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So obviously, um, as business owners, I mean, there's a variety of hats in which we wear, and yeah. so it's it's that integration piece. And so, um, being a new mom and then having a health challenge, mm -hmm. that's humbling in itself. Right. And so that. Um, that definitely, I think, gives you perspective yeah. of, of what's important and then starts to align then a path for you um, to, to live your true self. Right. So. And you've always been this little beam of light. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I imagine from what you're telling me that, that that health issue actually impacted your whole perception of life to be even more in gratitude and mm -hmm. more... Yes. grateful right absolutely yeah absolutely which is so strange how sometimes these mm -hmm. beautiful things come out of these yeah. challenges that we absolutely are given and I find mm -hmm. that that's really most of the thing time and you know everybody in life every successful businesswoman has had challenges mm -hmm. and I, I know you even mentioned going through the bankruptcy thing which I think is something that a lot of people go through but they won't talk about mm -hmm. and so just the authenticity and, and the sharing is is really important because other people then say, oh, wow, I went through that too. And mm -hmm. look, you know, people do right. rebound from it. And Well, and I yeah. think that's mm -hmm. the unique community that NABO has is that we talk about peer-to-peer -peer support, but also that safe environment. Mm -hmm. 
in which we can be vulnerable mm-hmm. and we can share. And so maybe some of you didn't know, but I was a business owner and that's how I got involved in NABO. And so that was a blessing, of course, mm-hmm. because then here I am, however many years later, um, being able to live vicariously through other women business owners. Um, but part of what I experienced in being a business owner was the challenge of having a business partner, personally guaranteeing, which I wouldn't recommend, by the way, um, when it comes to financing right. uh, your business, and then that that pushed us into bankruptcy. Right. So, um, but we recover, we become stronger as a result right. of it, and then to share once again what you said that there's a lot of different paths that you can take, um, and then becoming smarter as a result of it so definitely um, and I always say it's not how many times you fall down it's how many times you get up (laughs) get up and it's it's so true and Mm -hmm. but I think what helps us get up is being surrounded by other strong women that are there cheering you on Mm -hmm. and giving you assistance Mm -hmm. and that's why I think it's important for people not to isolate when they're a business owner Mm -hmm. but to get out and network Mm -hmm. with whatever group they feel speaks to Mm -hmm. them. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of amazing women's groups out Mm -hmm. there. And we just need to tap into what I call our people. Mm -hmm. And you have to find your people, Mm -hmm. uh, people that have similar values, similar ideals. Mm -hmm. um, And that's who you align with and and get involved with, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. So, Shanae. Yeah. Your journey to becoming the president of the NABO LA chapter uh, is an amazing one. Uh, You told me about immigrating here from South Korea. Correct. Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah. I just have such respect for someone that comes from another country and comes and starts over. Mm-hmm. You came without your family. Mm-hmm. And what a courageous woman. I mean, and look at you now. You have a successful business and you're the president of the chapter. Right. And I'd love you to tell us a little bit about that journey here. And obviously, South Korea, North Korea, it's a whole big hot button right <laughs> sure, now. So yeah. I'd love to hear your perspective <laughs> on that. Oh, that would yeah. be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did come to America with my family. I was about two, very young, okay. and then migrated across the country to California without family and by oh, myself, okay. really knowing that there was a better place for me uh, than in the South, in South Carolina, on our urban farm. Oh, oh, so they migrated here with you, but then you left and came cross-country. I came across country. Gotcha, gotcha. As soon as I got old enough to drive and leave. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So I came across country, uh, settled in Sacramento, Yeah. and then went to Oakland, and then got married and moved down to L.A., ran across NABO LA, ran across this wonderful woman as part of membership in NABO LA. It's where I first met Deborah many years ago. part of my roots, yes, yes, part of NABO LA. We love it. Mm-hmm. And um, just, you know, I love the organization. I love what we stand for. And I think for me, it was really about, there's a book that I read, and everyone should get this book called The Go-Giver. And um, it was at a strategic meeting with one of my clients, and that book set me on a course to be a servant leader with Nobel. Wow. So go-giver instead of go-getter. Go-giver. Go-giver. I love it. I love that. Great book. So you, what made you come across country? You were, was it uh, uh, a love interest or? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. My parents are deceased, so I guess I can say now. <laughs> because uh, they didn't know <laughs> that. They did not know. At the time, they thought I was coming across country with Mary, who was my friend. But it was really Jeffrey, who was my 
then boyfriend who uh-huh. got a job in Sacramento. Yeah. And um, it was a great opportunity for me. To, I leveraged the opportunity, which us as entrepreneurs always do, find an opportunity and leverage it, and um, came across country. I love it. Yeah. And and so you came out here as a love interest, but then when he moved away, you yeah. then came to L.A., I believe? Or, yeah. Or well, I got married. Well, yes, there? I stayed in, yeah. in, in California. He ended up getting a job transfer to Michigan, uh, and that was not where I wanted to go. <laughs> Michigan, too cold for me. So I, I stayed. Well, we have a great chapter we, there. Hello. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, Sorry, we're not going to dis Michigan. Yeah, like, that's great for Michigan. I, just, I knew I needed to be, in, I knew I needed to stay in California. So yeah. he could have probably gone anywhere, uh, Hawaii even. And yeah. I think I would have just said no. You were my feeling roots, it. My yeah. roots are here. I feel grounded yeah. in California. It's my now, new home. At that time, you were working for a company. Mm-hmm. So what made you decide to venture out and start your own company? And what and what does yeah. that company do now? It's fascinating. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I think I've always been an entrepreneur and um, uh, just always sold something on the side when I was working somewhere else. There was yeah. always something for me. And then one day I remember emphatically sitting. As long as it was legal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Always, always sold legal. Sold on the side. Always you can <laughs> interpret that any way you want. <laughs> always legal, guys. Um, but I remember one day sitting in um, one of the rooms in my home and saying that I needed to make this move. I was working at a as a consultant. And I came across my email, which is FTFADIA, which is feel the fear and do it anyway. Oh, I love and that. And I made the leap to entrepreneurism, which is a, a big wall. You know, if you're getting paid well and you're traveling and you don't have to worry about anything, you get all your expenses paid. Um, it's a big leap and it's a big barrier for a lot of people to cross. Sure. But, um, but I did that. And once I did that, I would never, ever go back. Because a lot of people say that yeah. once they once they have the freedom of being a uh, entrepreneur, but I say freedom in quotes because there's also the freedom to work seven days a week and yeah, there's not necessarily <laughs> freedom. Twelve hours a day. You're choosing to work uh, all the time, right. basically, as right. an entrepreneur. But yes, but exactly. it's at least something you love, and it's your own baby, yeah. and that's why I think people are fine yeah. with ded- being dedicated to it. Although I'm a big believer in being an entrepreneur that has balance Mm -hmm. and finding that balance in your life, like not letting it be Mm -hmm. all-consuming. I think initially in the first year or two to get something off the ground, Mm -hmm. it kind of has to be Mm -hmm. everything you live and breathe. But eventually to get it in a place where you have the balance of, you know, uh, taking care of yourself physically, your family, Mm -hmm. your friends, Mm -hmm. having fun. I always think it's so important every day to uh, do something that just makes your heart sing, but mm-hmm. over and above your business, mm-hmm. which should be making your heart yeah. sing too. But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. what does your business do exactly? Sure. So we're a procurement specialist and we help leverage certifications for minority or women owned firms and help them to get public agency contracts or corporate contracts. And then on the larger side for larger institutions, we help them develop mentor protege or youth engagement programs, capacity building. So in mm-hmm. layperson's terms, in oh. case somebody didn't understand yeah. one word of what you just said. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so let's say somebody owns, uh, let's say they do website development or okay. social media, sure. let's say. They would come to you and you would get them like a, a, a government contract mm-hmm. or or something like that? Sure. So like, like let's give an example. Yeah, so if they had social media, for instance, which is really hot right now, a lot of people, technology is so important. Yeah. Um, we would identify who would be the best client for them oh. and do strategies around that, whether it's really 
uh, targeting a corporate client or a governmental agency or a public transportation agency, all of them will buy those products and services. And in fact, most of these entities out there will buy mostly everything. I mean, I think even the state here buys rats for, yeah, they buy rats. Oh um, I think maybe not hairspray. Why? We have enough of them in government anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not commenting on that one. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist that. I couldn't resist that joke. I'm the balance. I'm literally in between the two of you right now. Anyway, okay, good. You know me, I just say whatever. Well, and and I think to your point, so I I love to throw out statistics. Okay, so I need to throw out another Mm -hmm. stat, and is that for our women business owners, so we have over 10 million. I don't know if we mentioned that. Right. Mm -hmm. And with that, though, only. 3% 3% of them have gross revenue of $1 million or higher. Mm-hmm. So there's this huge gap that's taking place. Mm-hmm. And so what Sinead does mm-hmm. is help build capacity. Oh, there's a lot that. of opportunities out there. And that's what NABO does as well, is that we give you the tools and resources so that if you want to build an empire, yeah. you will have the tools and resources right. to build an empire. Right. Um, and, and that is what is evolving in our country mm-hmm. and I have wait you got I had it I don't I don't memorize some of these but by the way the other thing about women business owners and if you're a woman business owner you should be proud of this because you're part of this stat 8.9 million people are employed mm-hmm. by women business owners Wonderful. and we generate 1.6 trillion in sales I love so it. we're a force to be reckoned with you know when people talk about investing in uh, women businesses which mm-hmm. you know I'm a big proponent mm-hmm. of, of that because mm-hmm women do get less than 5% of venture capital funding, mm-hmm. which means men get 95% of the funding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing is, is that women businesses tend to be more successful. So actually, they should be getting more investment dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why that is that they're more successful when you look at startups, but maybe it's just they try a little harder because we're the underdog, mm-hmm. you know? Um do you have any thoughts on that? I think that oftentimes what happens as a woman business owner, and it's hard to make these generalizations, sure. but at the same time, there's the statement of, we don't know what we don't know. Mm-hmm. There's the statement of not necessarily um, worried about asking for help, mm-hmm. and that comes with oh, that's access a to huge capital. One. Huge um, one. That kind of goes with we don't know what we don't know. So there's a combination of which comes first. And so, therefore, if we don't ask... Yeah. We're not going to know. And I think that's that's our goal is that there's a lot of different ways to get funding out right, there right. and to educate mm-hmm. those different opportunities and that it's available. And you don't have to right. go through the pain that I went through, <laughs> go right. through bankruptcy in the process. So, right. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned certification. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of women don't know that. You know, if they're a woman-owned business or a minority-owned business, mm-hmm. that they can get certified and get uh, clients through that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's an opening of the door. As I tell mm-hmm. people, it's almost like a, a degree, a graduate degree. Mm-hmm. It gets you into the door. It doesn't mean you, it gets you the job or the opportunity, right. but at least you get it into the door, which is really a great st- strategy for a lot of businesses. Yeah, we've got to at least get in the door to even possibly gotta, have it happen, right? Exactly. Yeah, I've been taking this course, Andrea Quinn, that is just I feel life changing, and one of the things that she's really brought to the forefront for my groups is that uh, exactly what you just said, women, uh, what holds them back is they don't ask. And then the second one is they don't allow themselves to receive. So even when yeah. they do ask, mm-hmm. they they don't often let it in. And I know mm-hmm. that's like hard to understand that concept, but women are, are not good at either one of those two things. Mm-hmm. Men, on the other hand, 
will ask, you know, fearlessly and uh, and receive no problem, you know. Uh, So it is something we need to work on. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's what I love about environments like yours is teaching people to be better at that, Mm -hmm. you know. I think it is a mindset that we have as as Mm -hmm. women. And there's a book that I'm reading now called Better Together, which is really a great book about Mm -hmm. gender parity um, on corporate boards and in other areas. Mm -hmm. There are studies that show, like Credit Suisse, American Express, have shown that women, when they're in these leadership roles, increase the ROI for any of these companies. So for public companies, why wouldn't you want to increase your ROI with having women in your leadership? And that's one of the things that we're here at NABO LA. We're here advocating for SB 826, which is a bill that's currently at the Senate. It was brought on by NABO California. NABO LA strongly supports this bill. Um, and it's going through the whole process. It's now going to the Appropriations Committee on the Senate side. It'll Great. then go to the Assembly. Once this passes, and we will work hard to make sure this passes in California, it can make significant changes throughout the nation. So we're really excited about that. And what would those specific changes be? Getting more women on corporate boards. I so, love it. Yeah. So, so there'd the, be a mandate? There would be a mandate. Mm-hmm. We've asked, so there's a resolution five years ago in California. Right. right. Hey, we would like you to consider. We, it would be great if you would and um, they call it a mandate by the way and I call it a woman date right? yeah I like that it's funny I know we always have to put the woman into it yeah. hey, woman woman date yeah. yes. it's like mansplaining right yeah. <laughs> so yes it would be three women in the next three or four years on your corporate board it doesn't mean you replace them you can add them you don't have to right. replace someone who's currently on there right you know I had this conversation I was doing a coffee talk the other day with a, a famous director and the conversation was women's empowerment and uh, he was saying you know he's a male director and that he didn't think it was right for a movie to have some sort of quota that Mm -hmm. it should have a woman director Mm -hmm. but I was I was explaining to him (laughs) that uh that you know for so many years all these movies are made just by men directors and that there needs to be some sort of quota in order for them to fill it not with just any woman but with all this pool of talented women that are sitting on the sidelines and i and you know people might be opposed to this um mandate that you're talking about for that reason you know how people think oh well there shouldn't be any type of quota but if you don't put something like that into place then there, it, will ne- it will never change. It, it won't. Look right. at HR 5050, as she yeah. said. It would not have changed. We would right. still be going to our children, or, or male children, or ex-husbands, as she said, to mm-hmm. ask, please sign this loan for my business. Right. We would still be doing that. So. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the work you're all doing is amazing. Um, I'm excited about that bill. Yes. Um, do you, as we're you know wrapping up, do you have any stories you'd like to share with us about like one of your members that, you know, came in not really uh, just getting their business started and, and aligning with NABO that is a success story today that we could talk about? So um, from a national standpoint, here's another stat for you. So within NABO, for those that self-report, we have 28% that have gross revenue of $1 million or higher. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of success mm-hmm. happening within the organization. And so we, we ended up developing a national program called the NABO Circle. So because your needs change as your mm-hmm. business grows. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this program is growing um, quite a bit. And the women in this group... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, are anywhere between 15 million 
40 million billion I mean it's unbelievable mm -hmm. the amount of success that's out there and um, a lot of these women attribute it to being part of Navo and the training well, that, that's and resources. the whole thing is yeah. that that we didn't want them to say they graduated from Navo um, and that we still had a place to support them and help them mm -hmm. and continue uh, their success so most women um, that have, we I mean there's so many I mean I'm thinking of thousands I want to be in that circle of members. by the way exactly. right, right. that's so, a great goal to have yeah it is a good goal and we want we want you to be there that's so, it um, and celebrate your success so there there is a lot I think that oftentimes I hear this is some general statements uh, joining NABA was the best business decision that I could make mm -hmm. um, and uh, the other thing that I hear is that just being part of a community where they get you're crazy. They get you. They, yeah. I mean, being mm -hmm. an entrepreneur, yeah. you kind of yeah. have to have a little of, of yeah. everything to, to yeah. be that gutsy and to go for it. Absolutely. And so as a result, the re, the relationships, yeah. um, you know, we talk about that, but really that connection that's taking place mm -hmm. is so powerful. It's hard to, uh, to really right. be able to, yeah. Put, but there's so many stories. Like, can we yeah. do another show? Yeah. I, I'd love to do another show and tell you the stories. I mean, but I, I know so I want to first of all thank Shanae because I do this because this is what I do uh, for a living, and I'm very passionate about empowering women, just mm -hmm. like you, mm -hmm. Catherine. But Shanae is a volunteer, wow. and and so I just want to thank you for your service and what you do for the organization. And that's what this organization is about: is that grassroots effort mm -hmm. of women running their businesses and then helping us at the local level running chapters. I and love it that. makes it so yeah. unique. So and you guys you. have some really amazing and cool uh, gatherings all throughout the year. Uh, not only monthly ones, but yeah. some big ones like the Legacy Luncheon coming up, right? Which yeah. is always in. Um, May or June. May or Every June. Every year. Mm -hmm. May or June. And it's coming up, uh, what's the date? May 18th. May 18th. It's and our 32nd it's annual. Down at the JW Marriott. JW Marriott. Right. Mm -hmm. I know I'll be there. Good. And uh, you'll be celebrating some amazing, incredible uh, women that are mm -hmm. very successful. Uh, I saw one was getting an award that actually created and manufactured an organic bug repellent. Yes. I mean, that she actually created out of her own need for something that wasn't, you know, poisonous. And mm -hmm. so that's just one of the success stories I've heard come out of Nabo. This this amazing woman, and you guys will be honoring her on May 18th. Mm -hmm. um, and then you also have other big events throughout the year. So mm -hmm. nationally, yeah, there's yeah. there's all sorts of ways to connect those dots. So yeah. whether it's our annual conference that we have every year, right. we and that brings people from all over the country, over, right? Over mm -hmm. a thousand yeah. uh, women and great keynote speakers will be in Spokane this year in September. Mm -hmm. All the information is on the nabo.org website under events. You can find all the information there. We have Advocacy Day that we always do in June. That's coming up on uh, June 19th. So there's always ways to not only right. have that local experience mm -hmm. but the national experience and then connect with everyone right. and uh, and continue to live out our mission to empower educate propel and build that community well that's exactly what y'all yeah. are doing so it's a good explanation and mm -hmm. uh, for those listening but not watching nabo is n-a-w-b-o-l-a.org mm -hmm. and then the national organization is just nabo.org yeah. yep yeah and i like the fact that uh you guys are local but you have that 
national reach. Mm -hmm. And we'll just keep doing this amazing work. I'm so happy to know about NAVO and know the both of you and have you on today mm -hmm. and to tell the world about all the good work you're doing so that people can become affiliated with it and uh, help grow their business. Well, thank you yeah. for having us. And yeah. Thank you so we much. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. Well, be sure to check out NABOLA.org uh, or NABO.org. And thank you so much for tuning in. Make it a great week. Talk to you soon. See you next, next week on Wednesday at noon. And uh, hugs and happiness. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Hugs and happiness. Look at that.